Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. It's not she. 
Inside we're much the same Different faces, different names Can we still share joy and pain? We may all feel different But we share a beating heart Why should we be torn apart From each other? We may all think different And at times we don't agree Can we understand and see That we're still a family We may all be different But in learning to respect We can heal and reconnect To each other In a world that is crying out in pain You and I are the ones who can make things change If I dare to reach out to you Will you cross the divide? We can build it all anew If we can unite Let's bring the joy and peace to our families and homes with the blessing of Shalom. Time to break the barriers that have kept us apart and to melt away the ice that has frozen Watching all our dreams come true as we join side by side One great nation forever Forever Shake a hand or give a smile It'll all be worth the while Cause we're not so different Let's accept a fellow Jew And there's nothing I won't do For my brother In a world that is crying out in 
J.M. in the A.M. You know what's going to be happening 24 hours from now? Do you know what's going to be happening 24 hours from now? Do you know what's going to be happening 24 hours from now? 24 hours from now, as we are broadcasting our first hour of our Friday morning Lagba Omer musical extravaganza. You'll probably see, because remember, we'll be on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, NahumSingle.com. You'll probably see and hear, you'll hear us on the app and everywhere else you hear us, uh, you'll probably see and hear a whole bunch of equipment being loaded in because the way into the studio where the musicians are going to be playing and the super band is going to be setting up, the way in is right next to where we're going to be broadcasting from. So not only will we be broadcasting hour number one of our show, and setting things up for a major celebration. Uh, but in addition to that will be eyewitnesses and earwitnesses to an amazing super band coming in, setting up, and getting ready for a phenomenal live performance. And we're hoping the first live performance will be, I don't know, 7.15, 7.20 in that area, Eastern time. And then the music begins, and then we just rock on. Uh, I believe, where's the list? I believe we have a total... Yeah, I don't even know if it's I don't even know if I need to do this, frankly. I mean it's a free event, but I'll still do it. <laughs> if I have an obligation to tell everybody how many uh musical sets we're doing. We're scheduled for six musical sets. We're scheduled for one in the seven o'clock hour. By the way, we might even get an unplugged in the first hour. 
That's another story. Uh, then we're set for two in the eight o'clock hour. We're set for uh, two in the nine o'clock hour, and we're set for the big finale in the ten o'clock hour. So we we are set for six. Yeah, count them. Six amazing music sets for tomorrow with Avram Rosenblum, the Diasperados, the whole band. And, of course, as I predicted, more and more people have been contacting us over the last 24 hours to see if they can come. Uh, the suggested donation for a sponsorship and coming to the event at the Arts Girls Studios is uh, $500. But we're not stopping anybody from coming. If they can't afford that, then uh, just speak to Yoni and he'll arrange something with you. Uh, we don't want to keep people away. We want the people who love diaspora, who love the classics, and just want to be part of the whole celebration. Uh, we want to encourage them to be there. So if you're interested, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. You could also email yoni at nahumsegal.com. And uh, our minion will take place at 810. So if you are a male of 13 and over, bring your tefillin. 810 is chakras. We have a full breakfast. Um... I don't know what else there is to say. I mean, we're, we're ready. We're going to be at the Arts Girl Studios later today. Going through the final production meeting, we will uh, then head to the Hatzalathon. I will be hosting the Hatzalathon tonight from 8 to midnight. And um, 8 to midnight. And then, uh, please God, tomorrow morning, 6 to 11 a.m., a five-hour JM in the a.m., Lagva Omer Extravaganza. And as we've been telling you, if you obviously if you're here in the United States, you know exactly, you know, what time it is. It's Eastern time, six to eleven. In Israel, it'll be one to six PM. And as you get closer to Shabbos, we'll be doing more and more music. So it's really a good way to get ready for Shabbos if you're watching and listening in Israel, and I hope you will be. And uh, feel free to comment on the app. Trucker Yitz has already commented that today is Erev Lagba Omer. Yeah. I mean, it's, we call it Lave Baomer, and we'll explain why with Dr. Mark a little later on. We call it Lave Baomer. Uh, but today is Erev Lag Baomer, day number 32 in the counting of the Omer. Rafur Schlemer for Gavriela Ruthbas Sara Imenu. Gavriela Ruthbas Sara Imenu just admitted to the hospital in Israel. Um, so Rafur Schlemer. Also, I wanted to mention listener Maishi called me this morning and uh, wanted us to. Uh, Wanted us to, um, where are we here? Here we go. Wanted me to mention Golda Basara Razel. Golda Basara Razel for Rafur Shlema. Golda Basara Razel, from what we're told, is in a serious situation. She's a teenager. Your tefillos are much appreciated by Maishi and his whole family. Golda Basara Razel. Golda Basara Razel. Uh, one of our listeners points out on the app, 24 more short hours, can't wait. Yeah, well, yeah, it is 24, because in about 24 and a half hours, we'll be doing our first live music set, and I cannot wait. Oh, by the way, listener Chaya, I think it was Chaya who posted this yesterday also. <laughs> this is how I get my just desserts when um, <laughs> when I come out against the uh, Sphere in three weeks format. Um, listener Chaya says, enjoying the acapella selections these days. Please work them into your regular song lineup when Sphere is done. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We will try our best, listener Chaya. We will try our best. Uh, you heard Yassi Rosenberg. You heard Benny Friedman with a whole brand, a whole bunch of brand new ones. Kishoshanav, Aviosim, Abishter, We May All Be Different, and Bill Vavi, and, of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. 
and we say good morning. It's Thursday on this April the 29th, day 17 in the month of ER, the year 5781. Tufshin Pei Aleph. Tonight is the yard site of Chava Bashlomo. The wonderful Evelyn Leader, who many of you, including me, knew as Bubby, and uh, her 24th yard site is tonight. And therefore, I want to thank again Cheryl and Dr. Mendy Markowitz and uh, Gail and Itzy Weintraub, my uh, brother and sister-in-law and my in-laws, who are sponsoring tomorrow's broadcast in memory of Bubby, which is appropriate and because uh, she was someone of great joy, walked around with a big smile on her face all the time. And we're going to be spreading a lot of great joy tomorrow. So a um, an opportunity to remember Chava Basra Shlomo. And um, I thank both the uh, Markowitz and Weintraub families for utilizing our forum to pay tribute to her memory. Uh, today is day number 32 in the counting of the Omer. That's four weeks and four days. Today is day number 32 in the counting of the Omer. That's four weeks and uh, four days. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Did I mention the, uh, I don't remember if I uh, had said the family group an Omer reminder or not for today. Cause I, I, I honestly did go to sleep very early last night, got home from Mariv, and I think I was in bed within 10 minutes when Mariv ended because I said to myself, if I'm not going to be getting much sleep Thursday night, I better, and, and if I'm waking up 4 a.m. today, which thank God I was able to, um, then I have to uh, make sure to get a little bit of rest. So I don't even know if I sent the Omer reminder, but I just rectified that right now. So day 32, if you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. 59 degrees, occasional rain showers today with a high of 74. Same for tonight, low 60. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, windy, and a high of 67 degrees. 86 in Yerushalayim. I'm jealous about a lot of things having to do with Yerushalayim, but the weather's certainly one of them. Uh, 86, big number. Uh, 59 here in New York City as we say good morning at the JM and the AM on this Thursday. Um, whole lineup, full lineup today, as you would suspect. Uh, Miriam Wallach will have Judd of Judd's Memphis on. He has embarked on a really cool new project. Call it a vote to him. Really call it a vote. The food business is ever changing. To stay current, you got to be such a visionary. Judd speaks with Miriam at 10.30 Eastern time this morning. We'll do the live lunch at 11 with plenty of talk. Some might say too much talk about our event tomorrow. So we'll do that between 11 and 1. And then, of course, a full schedule. We'll get back to our regular music format uh, tonight at about 8 p.m. And uh, obviously present the uh, big jam, the Amlagba Omer celebration tomorrow between 6 and 11 all right, and we got Steve Adelsberg on yesterday. He uh, had a couple of really big messages regarding the show we're doing Friday, which I thank him for. He's our chairman. Uh, we didn't get Avram Rosenblum on, but we'll certainly have Avram on tomorrow in advance of his uh, musical presentation. We're looking forward to that very, very much. So there you go. Thursday morning, it's uh, JM in the AM, and this is Mendy Werdiger. <gasps>
Mendy Werdiger at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And of course, any beloved NSN app. It's Leiv Baomer, 32. Only one person gets more excited about Leiv Baomer than Lag Baomer. And that's, of course, 
Dr. Mark. Although this year, I have a feeling he might be more excited about Lockbomer, frankly, with our big celebration. Dr. Mark will join us. He is uh, one of the world's best heart doctors, and today's Lave Baomer. Lave means heart, and that should put, that should piece the whole thing together for you about why he'll be appearing in the next few minutes on the air here at JMNAM, and I thank him in advance. He'll hopefully join us tomorrow as well. Big diaspora fan. So on this Lave Baomer, it's day 32. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio. 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday is next. Boker Tov from Jam in the M. Galitzal hashash time. Baulpan ehud graf im mashekoreach shav. שני בני אדם נעצרו במהומות במתחם הקבר של רבי שמעון בר יוחאי לקראת ההילולה שתארך הלילה ליל לג בעומר. כ-5,000 שוטרים נערכים לאכיפת הסדר במקום, בו על פי מתווה הקורונה יוכלו לשהות עד 9,000 בני אדם בלבד, כשהם מחולקים לארבעה מתחמים. רב פקד נוח סגס קצין המבצעים של המשטרה בצפון, במחוז הצפון, הרחיב על ההיערכות. מפקדים יהיו במקום, ההגבלה היא על מתחם הקבר ועל אזור מתחמי ההדלקה. שאר המושב מירון הוא פתוח, וכשאנחנו מתקרבים למספרים שיכולים לסכן את הציבור, אנחנו נמנע הגעה. יש לנו שני עצורים על הפרת סדר, כרגע הסדר הוחזר למקום, תפילות ממשיכות גם בעזרת נשים. הממשלה טרם אישרה סופית את המתווה והגבלותיו. פעוט כבן שנה במצב בינוני, לאחר שככל הנראה נשכח ברכב בביתר עילית. מדווח כתבנו ביהודה ושומרון, שחר גליק. התינוק הותר ברכב בביתר עילית כשהוא סובל ממכת חום, הוא הובא למרפאה המקומית לאחר שככל הנראה היה ברכב הסגור לזמן ממושך. צוותי מגן דוד אדום העניקו לו טיפול רפואי שכלל קירור ומתן נוזלים ופינו אותו במצב בינוני לבית החולים הדסה עם כרם בירושלים. פועל בניין כבן שלושים במצב קשה בעקבות נפילה מגובה באתר בנייה בבני ברק. צוות מגן דוד אדום פינה אותו לבית החולים שיבא בתל השומר שהוא מורדם ומונשם וסובל מחבלות בראשו ובחזהו. ועד עובדי בתי המשפט, המאגד קלדנים, עובדי מזכירות ופקידי עזר, הודיע על שביתת פתע שהחלה לפני כשעתיים. עם הפרטים כתבנו בן נצר. במהלך פתע הכריז הוועד על שביתה שהחלה היום, במחאה על השכר ונגד הנהלת בתי המשפט. בשיחה עם גלי צה"ל אמרה הדס אוחיון, ראש הוועד, כי מדובר בשביתת אזהרה, ומחר העבודה תימשך כרגיל, אך איימה כי אם לא יענו לדרישות העובדים, בשבוע הבא צפויות שביתות נוספות. בשל השביתה צפויים שיבושים בבתי המשפט, לרבות ביטול דיונים. הנהלת בתי המשפט טרם התייחסה לדברים. 30 אחוזים מהעובדים שנמצאים כעת בחופשה ללא תשלום אינם מעוניינים לשוב לעבודתם. כתבנו לענייני כלכלה ניתאי ענבי עם נתוני הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה. לפי דיווחי המעסיקים, 60% מהעובדים בחל"ת שמסרבים לחזור לעבודה הם בענף המסעדנות. בענף המסחר נרשמה התאוששות חדה עם פתיחת המשק, 96% מהמשרות בו מאוישות. שליש מהעסקים באוכלוסיית הסקר צופים גידול בהיקף התעסוקה בחודשים הקרובים. סערת גירוש קהילת העברים ראש עיריית דימונה, בני ביטון, הבהיר בגלי צה"ל כי חברי הקהילה לא יגורשו. 
דליה מור וייט, חברת הקהילה, סיפרה למירב פטיטו ולג'קי לוי על התחושות הקשות. אני שורדת, זה אשכרה מה שאני עושה. הם אוהבים לשים אותנו באיזושהי קופסה של אה, הם רקדנים, הם, הם שרים, אבל יש לנו מעבר לזה לתת. אנחנו פוליטיקאים, אנחנו חיילים, אנחנו רופאים. הקהילה שלנו השתלבו בתוך הקהילה עצמה של ישראל. תחזית מזג האוויר. היום יהיה בהיר ותחול עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורכת עמית חדד.
JM in the AM. Miami with some acapella selections. Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Well, as I said earlier in the show, everybody's, I think we could safely say, I think, that once Pesach ends, everybody's favorite day during Sphira is Lagba Omer. I know. There are plenty of people who love Yamatsmut, plenty of people who love your Mishalayim. But if you're going to go for the across-the-board favorite day of the Omer, where we just get to escape the Sphira format of all types and just get to a great celebration day, I think we'd have to say Lagba Omer. But, but, with us live via telephone on this Leivba Omer might be the only person who in a regular year likes Leivba Omer more than Lagba Omer. Although this year, especially now, he just confirmed with me off the air that he'll be with us tomorrow. This year, I have a feeling even he uh, likes Lagba Omer better than Leivba Omer. We call it Leivba Omer because um, Dr. Mark Singer, our amazing friend and doctor, uh, has over the years used Lave Baomer as an opportunity, since Lave means heart, has used it as an opportunity to give some reminders about how we should be heart healthy um, with the intention that at least 1% of the audience will pay attention to these health tips. And believe me, if 1% does pay attention, that's a, that's a big accomplishment, especially in our community, frankly, where we are challenged, myself included, when it comes to a heart-healthy living. Uh, so we use the opportunity on Lave Bomer to address some of these issues and to catch up with Dr. Mark. And again, as we said, we'll be uh, giving him a personal shout-out tomorrow when he's in the Art Scroll Studios for the big Lagba Omer event. Dr. Mark Singer, happy Lave Baomer to you, sir, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Let me wish you a I love how you and I are. I mean, I hope you're letting me. You're letting me in on it. I ho- I like that you and I have created a holiday. <laughs> of course. And after everything you just said, we'll just call it a two-day yom. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yeah. Someone on the app actually called today Erev Lag Baomer. I said, excuse me. I said, excuse me. It's not Erev Lag Baomer. It's Lev Baomer. Especially if you're a regular JM in the AMer. Um, uh. So, yeah, I mean, normally every year, because we focus on your uh, incredible work on Lave Baomer, it's usually your favorite day of Sphira. But this year, one might argue, Dr. Mark, that you might be looking forward to tomorrow even more than you looked forward to today. And not just because it's Erev Shabbos. <laughs> right, correct. <laughs> because we have a major celebration coming up tomorrow. We're getting ready for our Lave Baomer extended JM in the AM. Well, uh, I don't know. You know, it's funny, but, you know, since last year, and I'm sure last year we spoke about it, we were in the throes of COVID, and I'm sure that it came up that people were not exactly inclined to uh, uh, maintain a healthy diet, especially with all the carbs that are being consumed uh, during that hefty part of of COVID. I think Lock Balmer actually was, and you remember this because I spoke to you about it, obviously. I think it was the first day I actually went to a public event or, or what we would call a public event. Log Bomer and I did the live stream for um, for Migdal Or, uh, so you know we, we were really uh, you know Pesach to Log Bomer was a very very serious time when it comes to COVID and I was thinking now it's a year later uh, I don't know how people have adjusted and if in fact they uh, are behaving collectively a little bit differently than they were a year ago when sour bread dough and so many other things were you know on people's uh, uh, baking list. 
Uh, what could you tell us about heart healthiness as we are in fi- as we are 15 months into COVID-19? Well, as I thought about what I would prepare to say this morning, I thought I'd divide into two different groups. Uh, and obviously, everything revolves around the uh, the pandemic. Right. First group had to be all the collateral damage that happened because of it. Uh, and it's not only those who we've lost, uh, the people who came down with COVID who have what we're calling long haulers, people with uh, residual effect of COVID. Then there's the second group of people who missed out because of COVID. It's not to see many smuggled people missed, but people missed doctor's appointments, people missed checkups, people missed diagnostic testing, right. people missed medication. People missed a lot of things that they're now beginning to catch up on. And then, as you were alluding to, there's the unhealthy heart living style that people had during the lockdown. Uh, Both psychologically and physically, people missed interacting with people. People missed exercise. People on lockdown and essentially homebound. Uh, I have a statistic for you that people who went into order... Uh, any type of exercise equipment, because they were out of the gym, there was a four- to six-week wait. Right. And at that point, you couldn't even get someone to come in and put it together for you. Right. Gosh. So we have a lot of catching up to do. I mean, you you, you, you have a good sample because you have patients, so you have a good sample. Are, are people taking it a lot more seriously now than a year ago? Again, they're taking COVID a lot more seriously, and more importantly, they're taking their health a lot more seriously. Right. And, of course, the two main things, as you always say, is the uh, the diet and the exercise. And I, I guess what you're saying is that in both areas, you see that people have a completely different attitude than when we were in the, the valley of the peaks and valleys of COVID-19. And they're trying to catch up. The, right. the trick is to do it wisely. You can't jump in and do a 10-mile jog you got to get out and do something. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll hey. let you know a secret. When you and I were texting earlier this morning to set this up, right. I was heading in about I was heading out about five a.m. to go for my early morning jog. Good weather today, huh? I mean, meaning temperature-wise was pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for ordering good temperature for me. <laughs> By the way, explain to me how. I mean, the WhatsApp picture you have, I assume, is from a marathon or a half marathon or some type of competition. Yes, it was. How do you get number seven? Don't you have to be like one of the best in the world to be number seven? It was a very local uh, event with a triathlon. Yeah, but the guy next to you was like number 14,000. How did you get to be seven? I guess I would register early. <laughs> okay. I, I thought you were told you were to tell me you knew somebody, but I guess it all has to do with, <laughs> I guess it all has to do with timing in terms of registering for the event. <laughs> Yes. That makes sense. But that <laughs> it, it is an advertisement to go out there and do something heart healthy and exercise. Yeah, no question. And, and, and in all seriousness, this is not an insult. You don't consider yourself, you know, like an you don't consider, I don't think you consider yourself an athlete. But not yet, in any stretch of the imagination. Right, and yet you're a runner, and yet you're somebody who has found a way to, you know, burn off the calories and to, you know, get the endorphins going and to, and to be healthier. You know, by using that method, or whatever method people need, whether they're athletes or not, they should implement it. And you can double dip. You can actually go out and exercise and be listening to a sheer, a jam in the AM program on your cell phone 
anything else that you want at the time. And yeah, good plug for the workout mixes that are getting yeah. tremendous attention. Mark Zamek uh, curated them. They get tremendous attention from people because they're de- literally designated for folks who are exercising, running, etc. on the treadmill uh, while they're listening to great Jewish music. Check it out, folks. NSN app and just check out the workout mixes. You'll be impressed. The, the numbers bear it out that a lot of people are very into it. Lave Baomer, it's day 32, four weeks and four days. Dr. Mark Singer is with us live via telephone. Anything else you want to mention to us about the heart on this Lave Baomer, Doc? Uh, the one plug I would give is that now is the time to catch up on all those checkups and testing mm, and diagnostic mm. work that yeah people can, people like you afraid to people like you must be packed these days just trying to get the backlog you know back into a normal situation. We're trying, but we'll accommodate it. If you call, we will get you in. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you meant everybody. I thought you meant me. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> you especially. But uh, there was a lull. I mean, there were months where you noticed how how many fewer patients were checking in with you, both in person and by phone. And now people are finally, thank God, starting to pay attention to other things medically than COVID-19. Right. And unfortunately, it's kind of like eating. You can't make up having not eaten for two weeks. But you can try to catch up and limit the amount of damage done. Yeah. The testing centers must be... I would have to assume are overloaded, like stress tests, stress tests, and stuff like that. As if we haven't had enough stress this past <laughs> fourteen, fifteen months. But is it hard to get appointments at centers like that, or not? Not if you know the right people. <laughs> okay, oh boy, Doc always uses this oppor- <laughs> Doc always uses this opportunity to get secret messages across to me. So yeah, I better t- I better tell you that these messages have been accepted and certainly have been noticed. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Mark Singer, everybody. We know him as Doc, and uh, he'll be there tomorrow, of course, uh, in New Jersey, taking great pride in his uh, friend, Hananya Kramer, who's working alongside us uh, from Colrum Multimedia and taking great pride in what's been one of his uh, greatest projects uh, over the last uh, 25 years, and that's us here at the Nahum Siegel Network and JM&AM. Look forward to greeting you, Doc Singer. And uh, what uh, again, since we created it, I will say to you, Chag Sameach, happy Leiv Baomer. And I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow, Bezrat Hashem. I'll be the one having salad at the breakfast bar. I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> if, I, if, if, I, if I catch you with a slice of lox on a bagel, then you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be in serious trouble. And your shout-out is going to sound a lot different. I can tell you that right now. It's, sal- it's salad for Doc. Anybody who's there tomorrow, make sure to help me out enforcing that regulation. Uh, thank you, Doc. A big thank you to Dr. Mark Singer, a great cardiologist great friend. He was actually a friend before he became uh, involved medically in JM in the AM. So I thank him not just for all the uh, medical help, but I thank him for his friendship. And he's been a big believer of ours for a very, very long time. In all seriousness, and tomorrow we probably won't have the time to discuss it, but in all seriousness, tomorrow to someone like him and a handful of others, some of the names you know, it is a... uh, a tremendous day to Shep Nachas that the uh, Nachum Segal Network is doing this international free event and attracting people from everywhere to just have fun and be inspired by a morning of great music and talk and different Torah. We have at least two, if not more, Parsha discussions tomorrow and and the whole camaraderie of the whole radio effort, which is always fun. Um, so it's a good morning to Shep Nachas. All, everybody, all of you who support the show, Shep Nachas during these uh, couple of days. 
And um, in terms of the music, keep it in mind as we get into the second half tomorrow of our JMN live music extravaganza, uh, our regularity of the live music sets will increase. We're doing, I said this earlier, just managing expectations for everybody who's going to be tuning in. We are doing um, some unplugged, please God, assuming the setup goes well. We'll do some unplugged early between 6 and 7. We have two sets in the 7 o'clock hour. We have a uh, one big full set in the 8 o'clock hour. We have two sets in the 9 o'clock hour, and we have a big final set with an amazing, I mean, I'm, I'm not even going to reveal it, uh, an amazing final set that starts about 10.30 Eastern time tomorrow. So that's the lineup, and I hope that's helpful for anybody who's uh, concerned about the musical schedule. Thursday morning broadcast, final day of our Sphera format here at JM in the AM. Live lunch between 11 and 1. Uh, Miriam Wallach speaks to Judd of Judd's Memphis at 10.30 this morning on That's Life. Later today, the Hatzalathon. I'll be there starting at 8 p.m. Uh, serving as host. I am honored and uh, looking forward to speaking to everybody around, around the world about one of our favorite causes, Hatzalah. And tomorrow morning, our big JM in the AM, Lagba Omer Spectacular. Benny Friedman at JM in the AM. to see past the insanity in a reality so uncertain and unknown. Life as we knew it forever changed and there's no peace of mind to be found. Who can even make sense of tomorrow when our dreams keep crashing to the ground? Just enough to keep us going Holding on to unbroken simple faith Cause the heat never breaks And the heat never bends And the heat never gives up in the night A heat perseveres through the deepest despairs His emunah strengthens him for the fight And the heat understands that Hashem has a plan And that's all it Stop, 
The world went dark, the crowds dispersed On the streets that were once filled with life But a brilliant light emerged from deep inside our hearts The shuls were shuttered and still But our prayers rang through our homes Instead of looking out for inspiration We dug deep and found strengths we'd never known And one more time We will rise to greet another day We're every moment more precious than ever And life's sweetest little joys They are the treasure Cause when it feels like the answer's worlds away We've got enough, more than enough to keep us going We're holding on to unbroken simple faith Cause the heat never breaks and the heat never bends And the heat never gives up in the night A heat perseveres through the deepest J.M. in the A.M. It's called Ayid. Benny Friedman. Brand new acapella, J.M. in the A.M. Final day of our Sphira format. Thursday morning. We'll switch tonight into our, uh, on NSN, we'll switch tonight on, uh, on, um, what am I trying to say? (laughs) Into our regular format. We'll switch tonight. And uh, tomorrow, our big Lagba Omer extravaganza. If you'd like to be a last-minute sponsor uh, of the event, ooh, want to be a last-minute sponsor of the event, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. If you want to come down to the event, again, fjbunity.org. And... Um, We'll have a Chakras Minion at 8.10. So anybody coming tomorrow, make sure you bring your Talos and Tefillin. We'll have a full breakfast. We have six music sets in about a three-and-a-half-hour period. Six massive music sets with the uh, with the super band, with the orchestra. So we're getting ready for the big event. Uh, I want to thank all of our sponsors. Um, of the event tomorrow, 
I want to thank Mizrahi RZA, Religious Zionists of America. I want to thank the Atar organization. And uh, remember that the Atar campaign on charity is now in bonus mode. If you have not yet supported them, go to charity.com slash Yatar Israel. Charity with a D dot com slash Yatar Israel. I want to thank our chairman, Steve Adelsberg. We spoke with him yesterday in the Adelsberg family. I want to thank our New Jersey chairs, uh, Ralph Rosenbaum and family. I want to thank um, Tamar and Yitzchak Rosenthal, Cheryl and Mendy Markowitz, and Gail and Itzy Weintraub, who've sponsored in memory of Chava Bashlomo, whose yard site is tonight. I want to thank uh, Frida and Yogi Lashinsky, Betty and Morris Esses, Naftali Solomon and his family, and the 718 Insurance family. I want to thank Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum and all three of the J Drugs stores in Brooklyn, New York, where they are immunizing people every day uh, with the COVID-19 vaccine and uh, helping the community, our community and the general community, get to herd immunity. So thanks to all of our sponsors from all of us here at JMNAM and the Nahum Siegel Network. And... Yeah, there you have it. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zevenreus of Alevi, Zechonishmas Esther Basarbius of Alevi, and of course, as we said, tonight is the art site of Chava Bashlomo. Zechonishmas Chava Bashlomo, the beloved Mrs. Evelyn Leader. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Sefer Me'en Amoid comments on the custom of lighting bonfires and torches as part of the Lagba Omer celebration. He explains that this is a commemoration of the powerful fire that surrounded the house of the great Tana at the time when he revealed the hidden teachings of the Torah. The intensity and brilliance of the light was so strong that those gathered in his presence could not look at the face of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. On the day of his passing, the flaming fire continued to burn and preceded the body of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. When Hashem revealed Himself to Moshe Rabbeinu, He appeared in the burning bush of fire. Later in Har Sinai, the Torah tells us the mountain was aglow with fire because Hashem had descended upon it with fire. The Kehilas Yaakov explains that it's impossible for man to clearly understand or grasp the greatness of Hashem it's beyond our mental perception. The essence of fire conveys that concept of separation between man and Hashem, for it is impossible for any creation to enter into fire and to live. Only Malachim, the angels, who are truly spiritual beings, can approach the fire and not be burnt. The Sefer Maglet Tzedek records that there is a custom to sell the privilege of lighting the fire for the annual Hilula celebration at the kever of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. It would usually go for tens of thousands of dollars to a wealthy contributor. The lighting of the fire would then be followed by singing and dancing. One year, a wealthy man who was able to secure this honor was joyfully dancing on a roof of a nearby structure. He fell in the back of the building and broke his leg. The crowd of people were dancing and singing. The music was playing loudly. And although the man cried out for help, no one heard him or even realized that he had fallen. Some time had passed 
before someone happened to pass through the secluded area, he came across the injured person. Since this individual could not be moved, he left to bring a doctor back to him. Hours passed, and when the two people returned, the injured man was no longer there. They couldn't imagine where he could be, as he was totally immobile. To their amazement, they discovered that the injured wealthy man had returned to the dancing circle. He explained that he was laying on the ground and the great Tana Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai appeared to him and said, You gave of yourself for this great Simcha in my honor. You need to be strong and healthy. With that, the Tana passed his hand over his leg and the man recovered immediately. He then got up and rejoined the dancing. May all of us see bracha v'hatzlocha, blessing and success, and great Yeshuas, great Rufus on the day of Lagba Omer. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. Sphere, Sphere Format Thursday. Guess what? Guess what? Sphere Format ends later today. <laughs> and except for Listener Chaya, I think most people are happy about that, frankly. No, even Listener Chaya is happy about it. She just, she just wants some acapella in our regular format as well. Thursday morning broadcast on this day 32 in the counting of the Omer, four weeks and four days. One day ahead of our big Lagba Omer celebration tomorrow morning, a five-hour live JM in the AM. No matter where you are in the world, you can watch it on Facebook Live, on Instagram Live, on NahumSingle.com. Hear it on the NSN app. It'll be Avram Rosenblum and the Diasperados in a full concert performance. Arye Kunstler and other great musicians are part of it as well. And we, we hit the airwaves at 6 a.m., and we'll go to 11 o'clock, Lagbomer's celebration. Oh, by the way, as I'm ready to introduce our next guest, and I'm very anxious to speak with our next guest, I have to thank our friends at Mizrahi RZA. Mizrahi, Religious Zionists of America, are the presenting sponsor. And we will have guests on tomorrow from Mizrahi RZA, not just today, but tomorrow as well. Uh, they are presenting sponsor of our big Lagbomer's celebration. Uh, in anticipation as well of eventually getting to Israel, please God, with Mizrahi. <laughs> as I mentioned to everybody a couple of times earlier in the week, all that is still up in the air. But uh, Mizrahi, e- even in the abstract fashion, even when we don't know if the trip's happening, they still are the leaders <laughs> in getting people to Israel from Chutzlaretz, which is pretty amazing. And they were so impressed that they took on that role and did it so well so far. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but anyway, they are our presenting sponsor tomorrow and a big five-hour JM in the AM. And on the subject of RZA, Religious Zionists of America, Rabbi Lenny Matenki is with us live via telephone from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, absolute honor for us to have him on. Love speaking with him on the air and off the air. Uh, he, as, as it says here, he's a prolific modern Orthodox rabbi and Jewish leader in the United States. By the way, for those of you who think I'm busy or if you think you're busy, our schedules don't, uh, they, they pale in comparison to Rabbi Matenki. He's co-president of Religious Zionists of America. He's pulpit rabbi of Congregation Knesset Israel, Nusach Sfard of West Rogers Park in a wonderful Jewish neighborhood out in Chicago. He's dean of Ida Crown Jewish Academy, past president of the RCA, the Rabbinical Council of America. And he's with us live via telephone this morning. Rabbi Matenki, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure and an honor to be able to speak with you and your audience today. I, I appreciate that so much. I, I, I got to start on the global level. I, I I would assume you agree with me. I mean, you've been involved with RZA in this position as co-president for the last five years. I, I remember, and, and I have a little bit of history, and I, I, I do mean little because um, it, it's not extensive, but I grew up in a house that knew a lot about the Zionist movement. Um, and, um, you know, my, my father was one of the, uh, religious leaders in the United States, frankly, who questioned the necessity for an official Zionist movement once the state of Israel was, uh, established. And I said this to Daron Peretz, a rabbi Daron Peretz, the first time I met him in Israel and heard his presentation about how he's going to inject even more enthusiasm into the Mizrahi movement. And of course, based on the history, as you can imagine, I sat there with some skepticism and then I watched what he's done over the last few years and what people like yourself and others at his side have done. 
and the movement has really gotten a tremendous injection of, uh, of enthusiasm and of purpose. Can you identify why the Mizrahi movement, as great as it's been, I don't want to put down the lay leaders and all those who've worked so hard over all these decades, they did a great job, but could you explain to us why it's had this amazing injection of enthusiasm over the last couple of years? Well, I think I can, but first I think, Nahum, that you do a disservice to the Siegel family, who are Chicagoans originally, <laughs> That's right. and their credentials and their commitment to Eretz Israel and the state of Israel. Your credentials are extraordinary, and so are your families and was your father's. But to go to the Mizrahi itself, I think part of what has led to the reemergence, the reinvigoration of the Mizrahi in America and around the world is a pent-up desire to identify with the state of Israel and with Eretz Israel in a meaningful way. Mm. For too many years, we were letting it just ride, taking it for granted. And with the reintroduction of new, exciting personalities at the leadership, both in Israel, Rabbi Daron Peretz, here in the United States, Rabbi Ari Rakoff, who's now our executive right. vice president, sure. These people have brought us to a brand new level and given an opportunity for us to do what we always wanted to do, defend, support, and love the land of Israel. It's pretty amazing, and, and some might have said that, you know, hey, anybody in America, for instance, who you know are real Zionists have probably moved already over the last couple of decades to Israel, and it's a, it's a, pool, a very small pool of people that have that burning desire that, or the pent-up desires you just described. And one thing I've discovered over the last few years is exactly the opposite. Both among the Orthodox and non-Orthodox communities here in the United States, there are so many people who are so identified with Israel and want to be more involved in this Zionist movement. And frankly, parents of all backgrounds doing an amazing job with their kids, again, no matter what their level is of observance, doing an amazing job with their kids, sending their kids as lone soldiers to Israel from backgrounds that would shock us. I mean, you, you, you dig a little bit and you see every corner of this country with people who desire to be more involved with Israel. I think you're 100% correct, but I also think that once again, uh, we have to be a little bit more careful, and that is that unfortunately in communities which don't identify as strongly with the Jewish community or identify more with a liberal American community, right. the support of the State of Israel in the next generation has dropped significantly, which makes our mission ever more important. Even among the Orthodox, we still have to explain to our children why it is so important. We grew up, there were existential threats to Israel. I remember the Six-Day War, not yeah. that I'm that old, I was a little <laughs> child, but I remember my teacher t telling us where the Israelis had gotten. I remember collecting from Agen David Adom during the Yom Kippur War when we were so scared, right. and during the terrorist attacks. But if we think about the college students today, high school students today, that's in the history books. And often, their history teachers don't get that far. You know what's funny? We spoke to Rabbi Hart Levine, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure you agree that he was a great hire by Mizrahi because of his expertise to reach the exact generation that you're referring to. He, he's pretty hopeful that they're really that that with some education and some of this spirit and you know exploring the uh, the uh, the uh, the burning desire that even that generation still has for Israel. There's really hope to develop uh, a quote unquote real Zionists in that generation. I mean, it sounds based on what you're saying that you'd agree with that, just to take some work, that's all. 
I agree with it wholeheartedly, and no pun intended about Rabbi Hart. <laughs> uh, he's an amazing person on board, and it, the team we have in New York working on the National Mizrahi Movement is exceptional. But I would actually refer you and all of your listeners back to this week this week's parasha, where we begin with the with the two verbs and more v'amarta to tell and to tell. And the famous statement, which says that we have to, we have to remind the adults that they have to teach the children. We have a, we have a requirement. And it used to be that the news broadcasts, the, the sense of urgency taught the children. We have our obligation now in doing it as adults. We can do it, and we will do it, and we are doing it. But it's something that we have to be very, very aggressive at. No question about it, Rabbi Lenny Matenki is with us. He's speaking to us from Chicago, where he's dean of the Ida Crown Jewish Academy and rabbi of Congregation Knesset Israel, uh, Nusach Sfarad of West Rogers. But by the way, they call it Kins or Kinds. How do they refer to that? No, they, they call it Kins. Kins. We've called it Kins, but since... Since the uh, 1960s or 70s, the people who came, it got to be too much of a mouthful. <laughs> I get that. He's co-president of the Religious Zionists of America, who are presenting sponsor of a big Lagbomer celebration tomorrow. Why has Chicago been such a hub, not only for modern orthodoxy, but, but for the Zionist movement? And I'm not referring to my father's generation and era. I mean today. Why does it seem like things are still going really well when it comes to having vibrant schools that are really uh, paying attention to what's happening in Israel and Zionism in general? Well, I think Chicago has always had an advantage, and that is it is both a small town and a major community. And so we've been able to create those relationships and maintain those relationships in many of the traditions as well. We've been able to cross boundaries. And so where in some communities, unfortunately, there's great divisions between right, left, center, of whatever you're going to look at, when it comes to the Jewish community, there are bridges that were right. built and generations of bridges that were built. Right. So we have those advantages. So, I mean, I mean, not, not to put down other communities, but you might simply be in the right place to do the work that you want to do for the Zionist movement. Like it just... Oh, I've always, I've always felt I'm in the right place at the right time if mm -hmm. I wasn't going to be in Israel at this time. Right, understood. Um, and, of course, past president of the RCA, uh, you know, and, and I say it like that because you've, you've led rabbis. I mean, you, you've been the leader of a, of a group of rabbis who, you know, explore now, I guess, more via Zoom, but in a regular era, you know, explore very often in person important topics when it comes to the future of the Jewish people. I would love to see more pulpit rabbis in this country use the pulpit for national messages. I'm, I'm, I understand that, you know, half the sermons have to be for, you know, community purposes and divrei Torah. I'm not putting that down. But I would love to see on certain occasions rabbis really pay attention to the national message and give the message to their congregants that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. Is this something that you can communicate and have communicated to other rabbis, especially the Orthodox ones in this country? We have, we do, and I think, Nochum, I'm going to have to invite you to different shuls, apparently, for Shabbos. <laughs> I'd love because it! Because <laughs> many rabbis do. One <laughs> uh, of the real problems which rabbis have nowadays, especially in the political environment of today, right. is taking is taking a stand which is going to alienate part of the community and and bring others part in and so often rabbis will shy away from that but i the rabbis i know and the rabbis i work with in the rca are rabbis who truly have a passion 
for Bedinat Yisrael, for Eretz Yisrael, and speak about it and live it right. in a real and meaningful fashion. Yeah, that's true. I can't, as I, as I make a statement like this, I can't uh, ignore those who actually do pay careful attention to uh, to the topic. Or Lenny Matenki is with us. RZA Mizrahi. Well, the big question, I mean, first of all, Ramatenki, I-, I hope you agree with me that, you know, when transitions like the ones we've described here uh, in the Mizrahi movement take place, often it takes a long time for the Hamonam, for the general public to feel a change. I, I think one thing that's really to the benefit of both Mizrahi around the world and the U.S. is that this feeling is getting around very quickly. And I think that's a, a-, a big victory, frankly. For, for Mizrahi, that, that people are already getting the feeling that this you know serious shift into overdrive is happening already. Well, that's true, and I think it's a testament to the good, which is out there in terms of communication and media today, right. not just on radio, <laughs> but on the Internet. And also, by the way, we've used the print media because it's very important when we deal with things for Shabbat. Right. You know, the shul is still the major meeting ground of our community, and when people walk in and they see this magnificent... Um, booklet of HaMizrahi that comes out that on, for different holidays, different times, it also communicates it so beautifully. And let's not forget the Zionist elections of last year, right. where there was a major push, and you were in that, and right in the middle of all of those things, reporting on it and enjoying it. And, well. and, I, and I think people felt galvanized. I think people felt that they really were part of it, and then when they saw the results, they were thrilled, frankly, that they were part of a winning team, which is always the greatest feeling, obviously. Yeah, there, there is a movement. There is a movement. Mm-hmm. I give tremendous credit for my co-presidents, Ernie Agatstein, Dr. Ernest Agatstein on the West Coast, and Mark Nolaner on the East Coast. But everyone has really come together, and things are moving. We have a long way to go. But if I had asked people five years ago, so what's Mizrahi in America, they would have looked at me with a blank stare. Now, more likely than not, they'll be able to identify something we have done or something we're about to do. No question about it. And the, and the Hamizrahi magazine that you pointed out, one of the best uh, publicity pieces you can imagine. Anybody out there who hasn't yet seen it, go to their website. You literally download it uh, online. And obviously, once we're all back in shul, which I hope most people are already, you'll see it before every occasion, including coming up. I know I can imagine that they have one coming up for Yom Yerushalayim and uh, Shavuot. Rabbi Mantenki, uh, all of this background, all of this conversation that you and I have had obviously leads to the the big question, and that is uh, how you see RZA Mizrahi in the next 10, 20 years. What does success look like in the next couple of decades for this movement? Well, I won't go for a couple of decades, but I think in the near and not-too-distant future, I think where Mizrahi is going to be making a major impact is making sure that that next generation identifies with Israel not just as a vacation spot and not just as a place where we look forward to the rebuilding of the third Beit HaMikdash, but also to the place which is the Jewish homeland, the center of Jewish of the Jewish world, where it's core to their existence. And that'll be done through education and through programming, through Aliyah without question, and through regular connections with what is going on in the state of Israel. And it's our responsibility to find all of the means and all of the methods and use all of the media to make that occur. And you believe, it's obvious, that it can be done. Everything you just said, you believe certainly can be done, and that the base of support uh, for this movement can just grow and grow. 
I do with all of my heart, and that's why I and others, and so many others, have committed their lives to making sure that this message comes through, not just to people who identify as religious Zionists, but to all of our Jewish community, and also to the secular community, the non-Jewish community, that we have a passion, and we have a mission, and most importantly, we have that dream, the dream not just of Yimot HaMashiach, which we look forward to every single day, but the dream of what will be until that point, of bringing that new Geula forward. No question about it. For those of us who are real believers in what the state of Israel means spiritually, it's a very, very important message, and all of us can have an important role going forward. Uh, Kent, thank you enough for joining me this morning. Uh, continued success. I am Ikevel. Ikevel, and it's been like this literally from that first meeting in Jerusalem with Rav Daron. Ikevel at the way the international and the American movement is going and the direction it's going in. And uh, whatever I could do to help, just call on me because this is a movement that's very, very important to me. Don't worry, you'll be getting, you have gotten our calls and you will continue to get them. And I encourage everyone Rabbi, to join us. I apologize. Go ahead. No, join, join us in this great mission. Rabbi Matenki, please send our very best to everybody in the Windy City. Are you married to that place? If we, if someone offered you a really nice position in New York, do we have a chance, or you're staying out there in the Midwest? You know, it's a great question. <laughs> because there's, there's, but I have too yeah. heavy of a Chicago accent. I don't know if the New Yorkers will all understand me. I think they'd go for you after a while, frankly. But all right, I guess that's for another conversation. Thank you so much for joining us, and happy Lagba Omer. I hope you have a chance to tune in a couple of minutes tomorrow. Happy oh. For your show, everyone listens around the world. <laughs> I appreciate that. Rabbi Lenny Matenki, everybody, he is amazing. I, I remember the first time I met him. I mean, it's possible over the years I met him even before then. But the first time I met him in earnest and had a conversation and enjoyed his presentation uh, was at one of the YU conferences. And he, just brilliant, brilliant. And yes, he really can be. I know it's hard to believe when someone has a bio. That includes the <laughs> the dean of the Ida Crown School and a pulpit rabbi of a real synagogue and co-president of RZA. It's hard to believe that he could do it all, but he does. And I thank him for joining us. Thursday morning broadcast, Lave Ba'omer. Today is day number 32 in the counting of the Omer. And we uh, give a special shout-out to Dr. Mark, who joined us earlier on this Lave Ba'omer. Remember... Dr. Mark is all for heart healthiness, and the word lave means uh, means heart, so that's why he joined us earlier. Anyway, we are one JM in the AM hour away from our Lagbomer celebration. <laughs> one more hour in the books this morning, and then the next JM name you'll hear will be the incredible Lagbomer celebration presented by RZA, Religious Zionists of America, with a big thank you to Raymond Tanki and all the lay leadership, and of course, Ari Rakoff. Um, and he'll be with us tomorrow. It is, a, and, and look, not everybody, I can't convey this to everybody. Not everybody grew up in the house that I did. But, and I, and I don't want to be harsh because there has been a lot of hard work in the Mizrahi movement over the last many decades. But the difference of the last few years is just unbelievable. The energy that started from Jerusalem appropriately enough, where else should it start from, and has spread around the world to every continent is really remarkable. And uh, I, 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 I encourage everybody to hop on, hop aboard 
the Mizrahi bandwagon. If you like a winning team, hop aboard this bandwagon. They're a winner. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network. And of course, in the beloved NSN app. I don't know the Mashem Olach Biterem Kol Yitzir Nivron Lies Nasal Bichep So Kol Azai Melech Shemo Nikro Azai Melech Shemo Nikro Shemo Nikro Viyachare Kichlos Akol Livado Yimloch Nora Vehu Oya Vehu Hove Vehu Yie Besifara
J.M. and the A.M., a.k.a. Pella. We got more coming up from them in a moment. Ivdu and Adon Olam, you heard. Thursday morning, J.M. and the A.M., day 32 in the counting of the Omer. Uh, getting ready for tomorrow. Big thank you to all of our sponsors. Thanks to everybody who's uh, who's part of tomorrow's big celebration. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Mizrahi RZA, Religious Zionists of America. Thank you to the Atar organization. Remember, they are in bonus they are in the bonus round of their charity campaign. If you want to support border control and border patrol in Israel, uh, give to Yatar, charity.com slash Yatar Israel, charity with a D, dot com slash Yatar Israel. I want to thank our chairman, Steve Adelsberg, and his family. I want to thank uh, our New Jersey chair, Ralph Rosenbaum, and his family. Thank you to Tamar and Yitzchak Rosenthal, to uh, Cheryl and Dr. Mendy Markowitz, and uh, Gail and Itzy Weintraub, who are sponsoring in memory of Chava Bashlomo, Mrs. Evelyn Leader of Blessed Memory, whose yard site is Lagba Omer. Thank you to uh, Frida and Yogi Lashinsky, to Betty and uh, Morris Esses, to Naftali Solomon and family, and the 718 Insurance family. Thank you to Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum and the J Drugs family. Where they're immunizing people every day against COVID-19. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> and uh, thanks to everybody for uh, what will be, no doubt, a big, 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 big jam in the a.m. tomorrow. It'll be big. 6 to 11 a.m., five hours. 
Watch it around the world and enjoy. We are looking forward to it. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at Better Kosher Supermarkets Nationwide. Try A&H today. By the way, speaking of promo code radio, get ready. You need a shas for a future son-in-law who your daughter's about to get engaged to after like Bomer? Or you need a set of, um, I don't know, Chumash or Tanakh or any type of halacha set. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't apply to Shas. It would be Chumash, Nach, and Halacha. Forget the Shas example. <laughs> but a Chumash set, a Nach set, a Halacha set, every set is 30% off with the set sale at artscroll.com. And, and... You get your discount and free shipping with promo code radio. So between now and the 19th of May, I mean, you should be doing this all the time, frankly, but between now and the 19th of May, every single time you order from artscroll.com, make sure to use promo code radio. You never know what additional discount you're going to get, and you get free shipping. Even if you don't make the minimum, you get free shipping. So now they've got their 30% off set sale, over 40 sets to choose from. Till the 19th of May. Chumish, Nach, Halacha, it's all there. Use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Need I say more? No. Can't think of anything else to say on the topic. <laughs> um, so that's that. Promo code radio, artscroll.com. Trying to see what else is happening here. Oh, it's that time of year again. We're going to see Ralph tomorrow, in fact. It's that time of year again, everybody. You know what I'm talking about. It's tax time. Rosenbaum Financial Services is the firm that knows that taxes play an integral role in all of life's circumstances, and they're able to identify planning opportunities based on info in your return. To learn more about Rosenbaum Financial Services, taxcpa2.com, taxcpa2.com. You can call 1-800-829-2722, 829-2722. In addition, anybody who calls or emails Ralph, Ralph at TaxCPA2.com, Ralph at TaxCPA2.com, he'll send the no-obligation research on the dirty dozen tax scams to watch out for. Ralph at TaxCPA2.com, and he's our New Jersey chair tomorrow, and looking forward to seeing him. And I believe his uh, lovely wife, B is going to be coming by as well. So there you go. We'll hopefully see both of them tomorrow. I don't know. The way this crowd is developing, I hope there'll be enough room to see everybody tomorrow, frankly. Hey, AJA Carpool number 267 has checked in. They're preparing for the first anniversary of their backyard fire pit that was built like by Omer of Corona. Happy anniversary, guys. <laughs> um, what else do we have here? Oh, listener Khani says she loves the Chicago accent. She went to Kins for preschool. All right. Big shout out to Rabbi Mintenki. The Daddle Kramer family. Sends a shout-out to Ryman Tenki as well. Boy, oh, boy. Very nice. Lots of people with roots in Chicago, as you heard, including myself, which is uh, pretty cool. I haven't been to Chicago in quite a while. It's time to 
think make a return visit. I was there. I was there 41 years ago yesterday when my cousin got married on Friday Cholamoy, uh, Friday Lagbomer. I was there 41 years ago yesterday when my cousin got married Friday Lagbomer. How do you like that? Unbelievable. Our friends at um, shopeichlers.com have an Upsharon Mayron sale. Yeah, that's what they're calling it. The toys, the puzzles, the sfarim, the gifts for kids, whatever it is that you're giving to the uh, Upsharoni and his siblings. <laughs> it's all available at 10% off at the big Upsharon sale where they've actually designated a section on the website to this at uh, shopeichlers.com. They also have free, uh, they also have, I should say, same day delivery. The Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Toms River, and Jackson, New Jersey. Take advantage of the big sale this Lagba Omer week and go to shopeichlers.com. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, with tomorrow's schedule, I may not make it to Aaron's. As you know, I try to make it to Aaron's Casino Farms every Friday. But tomorrow, if we're leaving Rawway at noon, and I'm coming back here to the studio, I don't even know if I'll make it out. Well, maybe. You never know. Maybe I'll still make it out there. Do a little uh, pre-Shabbos shopping. Hmm. You never know. You see? You just never know. You got to play it out and see what happens. Um, if you want to sponsor tomorrow morning's event, or if you want to come to tomorrow's morning's event, go to fjbunity.org. fjbunity.org. We've actually gotten some sponsorships over the last 24 hours. People who realize they can't let this event go by without being there, which I get totally. I wouldn't be able to let this event go by without being there, frankly. Where is that? Um, I had here, oh, misplacing things is the worst. <laughs> I had here an announcement I wanted to make. A big thank you to one of our, one of our donors. I'll find it in the next couple of minutes. I hope. Um, here it is. How do you like that? I want to take this opportunity to thank Alan and Patricia Bader for their generous donation to the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. They are in Rockaway, New Jersey, and they've donated in honor of their grandchildren, Leah, Adina, Gabriella, Naomi, it looks like, or Nomi, maybe? Uh, and Judah Bader, they're down in Atlanta. Uh, Carmel um, Eleanoa, is that correct? I hope I have that right. Yishai and Amitai Bader, they're in Irvine, California. Ruthie Elisheva and Shua Eisler, they're in West Orange, New Jersey. And all that comes from Alan and Patricia Bader uh, in Rockaway, New Jersey. A big thank you to them and to all of our donors and sponsors from all of us here at JM in the AM. More coming up. It's AKA Pella at JM in the AM.
was told to speak to you, Hashem. Maybe you can tell me who I am. I've been lost too long to know where I belong. In the end, my only hope is that you'll hold my hand. How am I supposed to see your path? With so many questions I have to ask. Now I'm standing here alone, I'm losing hope. And in the end, my tears are falling to you, I share. I am here to speak with you, Hashem. I am here to speak with you, Hashem. Starting to see now who I am. Starting to see now who I am. I've been lost before, I know, but here I stand, holding your hand, taking a part in your plan. Oh
J.M. in the A.M. Tati, my king, that's brand new from Benny Friedman. Acapella style. Our friends and partners in Torah remind you that uh, one of the most effective ways to utilize one hour a week is to be a mentor or somebody who's trying to explore more about our uh, tradition and heritage. Simple as that. Uh, partnersintorah.org, become a mentor. Partnersintorah.org and 1-800-STUDY-42, 1-800-STUDY, the number four, and then the number two. Our friends at Joma continue to produce videos and podcasts about the uh, COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, Joma, J-O-W-M-A, Joma.org, J-O-W-M-A. That would be the way to access them and to go to the tab at the top of the page, which is all about COVID-19 education. They have a video entitled, I Have Antibodies, Do I Need to Vaccinate? They have one, uh, COVID-19 and you, for you, your family, and your future. They have one for Kala's, or rather for Kala teachers, doulas, and mikvah attendants. And they have one for healthcare professionals. Check out joma.org, J-O-W-M-A.org. Thursday morning, JM in the AM, day 32 in the counting of the Omer. Miriam L. Wallach will have a Judd from Judd's Memphis with her at 1030. Um, um, 10.30. 11 o'clock, we'll do a live lunch. More about tomorrow's uh, supersized JM in the AM. Presented by Mizrahi, RZA, Religious Zionists of America. And uh, what else? <laughs> what else is there, frankly? you got a big show tomorrow. Oh, tonight I have the honor to host the Hatzalathon beginning at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And I thank everybody who's uh, really been enthusiastic about our involvement there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we're looking forward to doing a really good job and making a lot of good money for our friends at Hatzalah around the world. I don't know if there is a more important life-saving organization in our community, frankly. And the fact that they're doing this together is pretty amazing. So that'll be coming up uh, tonight, 8 p.m., and it's all over the place. I mean, you'll 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 be informed about where to tune in in order to be part of it, that's for sure. Leif Tahar is next at JM in the AM. <laughs>
Okay. 
There we go. JM in the AM. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's it for the JM in the AM Sphera format. We'll do more, obviously, during the live lunch on this final day of our Sphera format. Uh, but that'll do it for JM in the AM. Tomorrow morning, the music will be rolling between 6 and 7 p.m. Live music, pres- 6 and 7 a.m. Live music presentation. We'll be rolling uh, in the 7 o'clock hour, six music sets tomorrow morning with Avram Rosenblum, the Diasperados, Arye Kunstler, and a, a, a whole host of great musicians. Looking forward, everybody. Presented by Mizrahi. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you to our chairman, Steve Adelsberg and family. Thank you to our New Jersey chair, Ralph Rosenbaum and family. Getting ready for a great event. If you want to be there, if you want to be there, last chance, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. There is a suggested donation, but you speak to Yoni, yoni at nachomsegel.com. He'll tell you what to do if uh, you can't meet the suggested donation. We are, as usual, being as flexible as possible, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, so, so that is the story, and I look forward to a great radio show and a great live performance tomorrow. Uh, Hatzalathon tonight. Looking forward to greeting all of you during that program. I'll be there between 8 and midnight. 
and uh, very much looking forward. Achenu Yisrael and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsor digital radio around the world of web and AchimSegal.com and the AchimSegal Network. And of course, in the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Thursday here at JM in the AM. Thanks to Dr. Mark Singer. Thanks to Rabbi Matenki. Thanks all of you for tuning in. Tomorrow we are back starting at 6 a.m. all the way until 11 a.m. Make sure to be tuned in and watch us on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, NahumSegal.com. Tune in and enjoy. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.